Hello everyone, good day, good evening, good morning, whenever you listen to this podcast, how are you, how are you feeling today, I hope you are good job, anyway, so today what I have for you guys today is, the topic I have for you guys today is, relationship between parent and child in Nigeria, so basically parent slash child relationship in Nigeria. So truthfully, yeah, as a Nigerian child that I am, building a healthy relationship with your parents has to be like one of the hardest tasks ever. And it's not supposed to be like that, but that's just how it is in this country. And then if you know that you're in this country yeah, and you have a wonderful relationship with your parents, you have so much to be thankful for because it's not easy, I swear. It's not easy. And so I feel like it would be unfair if I'm the only one dissecting this topic. So I'm going to be inviting someone, you know, like a special guest of someone. <laughs> one of my favorite person to get. So together, we're going to dissect this topic in the best way that we can. So please listen. Keep on listening. And yes, let's just start. Yeah, because we don't like to waste time in this place. We like to be very sharp. <laughs> Yay! I'm fine, I'm fine. So, so introduce yourself to us now. Tell us your name, you know. Just introduce yourself. Okay, my name is Pamela. Alright. Mm? Yes. And uh, I'm a podcaster now. <laughs> Who is fired? Please be that is fired. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. Although it has been on my itinerary since, but you know, procrastination, procrastination, and all that. And Yes, so finally, hang out with Pamela is out. Okay. So now let's get into the topic of today. So as I've talked beforehand, the topic is parent-child relationship in Nigeria. That's with the Nigerian parents. Hmm? Okay. And you are a Nigerian parent, so. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so now, would you say that this is an actual issue that most families face inside of the country? If what? If this is an actual issue, like, do you think this is a problem that goes on in this part of the world, Nigeria? Yes, indeed, it's it's actually a problem because, in fact, it's actually a problem, (laughs) a huge problem, indeed. It's actually a problem. Because what I think. I think that I some, let me not say all, like, most Nigerian parents make themselves emotionally, um, emotionally unavailable. Mm-hmm. Get, like, they don't really want to see eye to eye with the child sometimes. They just feel like, sometimes they even mistake being mean and wicked for discipline. You get that? I'm talking <laughs> as a uh, Nigerian child, though, uh, that's my own perspective. Yeah. So how would, yeah. you, how would you look at it? Um, I don't think being mean is discipline. Because if you're parenting a child, the first thing you should have in mind is that that child is not you. 
that child is another individual. Yeah. So just like you treat every other individual with respect, and then individually, you tre- treat individuals individually, you won't use A to set a criteria for B. No. So I think, uh, I don't think uh, anybody in his right sense should be mean or <laughs> wicked because you want to impose discipline on a child. No, I don't, I don't think, I don't. It's really an issue in Nigeria. I don't think it's only in Nigeria. It's all over the world. It's all over the world. This issue is is not only in Nigeria. I can assure you, it's all over the world. Just that it comes in different uh, categories, different, uh, should I say, shapes and sizes now. (laughs) (laughs) Because uh, parenting is actually, nobody reads it in school. It's just that in the developed world, they try to give people guidelines before they get married. This is how you should take care of your child, this and that. But that thing is, is not available here. Yeah. Then they cancel them when they start having children, and they start canceling the parents. You know how to be emotionally available for the child. Yeah. Not just only emotionally available. You should be physically available. Be present in the child's life. You understand? Uh huh. So it's actually um. In the developed world, like I said, they they try to provide, you know, forum for counseling for people. But here, it's not available. But in as much as that, we still have good parents. You are treating A, you treat B, and all that. Yeah. So so far, from what we've been observing. Most Nigerian parents as as well mm-hmm. support the child until it's too late. Like let's say this child has exactly. is small or she's small. She has passion for music now, for instance. But then you see how the father now will not be like, none of my child is going to enter music like just because. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now you know when the child now goes out and decides that okay, sometimes self they're not even there in Gallup child will not go out and be like, this is what I want to do, and then eventually become successful. That's when yeah. the parents now will not come and be showing support at that elite stage. You get yeah. So why would you see that? Yeah. Why would, like, why does that happen? Why would you not just support the child? Because honestly, I don't know. Why does that happen? And the thing is that, you know, this pride and this uh, status, um, Statues that we have created for ourselves. Like, I was at the university teaching hospital yesterday. This was exactly what we were discussing. It's usually found amongst maybe people that the parents are lecturers and all that. My son must be a doctor. My yes. son must be a lawyer. Engineer. My son must be an engineer. My son, must, my daughter must be a nurse. My this, you understand? But. <laughs> And then when the child goes to school, you see the child goofing, having so many carryovers. Because that's not where he wants to be. That is not where he needs to be. That's not ah. where he's not even wanting. That's not where he yeah. should be. Ew. You understand? You yeah. should find the strength of a child. Like 
not only that, uh, you know, sometimes uh, when kids are in primary school and then you see the parents, they want to jump the child from primary four to JSS one without <laughs> the yes. strength of the child. Yes, I've seen that one. When you see the child in JSS one, probably eight years old, the age is not even the problem now. Is the child's mental capability? Can the child cope? Can the child, because you see Mr. and Mrs. A doing it, no, then you so think you can do it and proceed and get away with it. That's why you see so many children in school. They are just trying to survive. They are not learning supposed to be something that, you know, is like you know it. Once the teacher teaches it, you already know it. So it's just for you to read them memo- uh, and uh, remember what you have been taught. Then you now write your exams with ease without doing a mal- exam malpractice. You understand? But when the child is struggling because the mental strength is not there, you won't even know where the child's strength lies. You won't try to find out. That is why you have to be close to a child to be able to find out where the child's strength lies, where his or her weakness is, and they harness that strength. Like I was telling some people, I said, look, <clears throat> if a child is good in handling tools and all that, when there is long vacation, why don't you go and register the child where you or she can harness that strength and they teach that child those things? If his child is good at He's every time he's spoiling your phone, trying to fix it and all that. You go and put the register the child. Let him sign up in a in a place where he can be fixing those things. When school resumes, he goes back to school. Before I know it, he start fixing your phone. You know, these are the areas that we parents should start start uh, you know harnessing the strength of our children so that because you don't know which one of the things that the child is doing that will take the child to the next level at the end of the day. So it's very important that parents particularly should know the strength of their children so that they'll be able to harness that strength. And then you see your child is academically weak. You won't try to harness that weakness now and try to make it a strength for the child. Joyfully, you use cane. You use oh, belt. Really? <laughs> <laughs> God. That child never like academic work. Never. <laughs> you never like a, in fact when he sees the teacher, he, he will swear <laughs> for that teacher's life. <laughs> so you have to use love, kindness, you know, and try and pet this child so that he will love the academics and get a very good teacher because some of our teachers are not well trained. Some of our teachers, they are not well trained at all. I remember when my second daughter was uh, in nursery too. Her teacher was telling me that uh, your daughter cannot go to nursery three. She didn't do well in her exams. I said, it's not my daughter. Because I examine her at home before she comes to school. I teach her myself. I spend time to teach her. I use her homework to teach her. And she does exactly 
what you expect her to do. So it, it can't be her. It, the problem is you. You cannot teach her. That's the problem. That's exactly what I put to her. I told her, I say, you cannot teach her. That's your problem. My daughter don't have problem. I'm not that type of parent that don't spend time with their children. Uh-huh. So I told her, if you change your strategy, you will get results from her. The woman said, eh. I said, yes. That she's a very, because she was complaining that she was too quiet, she doesn't talk. I said, if you change your strategy, you are, you are teaching her as if you are lecturing her in nursery school. Now, you don't do that. You don't do that. So she had to change her strategy and brought out the best in her. And they, made, they promoted her to nursery three. I told her, I told her, she said, okay, she didn't know. I said, why you make her your friend? A child of uh, three years or how many years, four years, you want her to, you're teaching her as if you're lecturing her. No, no. You have to be friendly with her before she can talk to you now. Yeah. <laughs> you see your mates. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now, what would you say is the importance of a healthy relationship, like parent and child? What would you say are the importance of them just with that Ah. The importance cannot be <laughs> overemphasized. In fact, let me start from the larger side. It will make our society better. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> it will make our society <laughs> better because we will not be having hoodlums. We will not be having kidnappers. We will not be having Boko Harams. We will not be having all manner of, you know, in peace and in harmony, in love you will not want to harm the next person outside. Okay. Do you understand? Because yeah. when parents instill these virtues in their children, it will be difficult for them to get the vice and practice that vice outside. Do you understand? Yes. Because the child will be contented with the little that the parent gives. You, you get me now? And then yeah. we'll bring it back home now. Like I mentioned earlier, the parents and the children, when they are living in harmony, you find out that the parents will even live longer. Yeah, because the children will be yeah, because they are at peace. And then when the parents are available emotionally, the child can come to the parents, ask questions. If you don't, any area he or she does not understand, he gets clarification. Because there is what communication about life. Especially about life. Some children say, like, because of they are not comfortable with their parents at home, they will not want to leave the house as a at this really young stage uh, in life, they do not want to exactly. run out of the house because they are not exactly. even comfortable. When they are not even ready to start staying on their own. Exactly. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. Now, do you believe that so, this problem can change? Like, maybe we can do something about it? I think churches, mosques, 
all the religious uh, places where parents go, they should keep hammering on it. That parents should up their games. Yeah. They should put their eyes down and really take care of the children that God has given to them to take care of. Because I cannot imagine, I've seen where a mother, you ask her, where is your daughter? She doesn't know where she is. Where is your son? I don't know where in there. You see, very unconsigned, you know, not yeah. about the whole thing. So they, they have, we have, parents have lost it. <laughs> Honestly, they have lost it. They have lost it seriously. So they should, they should, uh, they have to, you know, up their game actually because the way things are going, things are becoming terrible by the day. Yeah. Things are becoming very terrible by the day. Okay, so now how would you describe our relationship? Like me and you, our is it healthy? <laughs> Is it a good one? Is it a good you like it? It was not like this before. I can't say. You know, it was not like uh, this before now. Uh, I know it was a growing stage now. You know, everybody have um, stages. Yeah, you have puberty, you have uh, preteen, all those stages. I knew uh-huh, you were going through okay. those stages. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was going through you were going through all those stages. So anything you do, I just overlook. I said, don't worry. I, but I, I kept praying for you. I always pray for my children too. Oh, God. <laughs> so I keep praying. I say, God, <laughs> you know you are the one that gave me these three children. Yeah. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just a caretaker. <laughs> so continue <laughs> to be with them. To follow is not my will, but your will be done. That's just it. So I know God is always, always there for us. So yeah. it, relationship is good. It's good. Yeah. So now, lastly, how mm. your advice now to parents and child, like separate, separately, advise them separately now, so anybody that will listen. Okay, advice for parents. parents. Uh, for parents. I would say love your children and care for them. Understand them and treat them individually. Don't compare your child with another person's child. Because then for children, obey your parents. Love your parents. Yeah. Hmm? Yes. Then you on your own too, as children that are grown up. Don't follow bad gang. <laughs> don't follow bad gang. Anything you know that is bad and your conscience is telling you is bad, don't yeah. indulge in it. Don't do it, guys. Don't do yeah. it. Don't do it. <laughs> Thank so. you very much for joining me today on this episode, Bobby. Thank you. And you too. Bye. Bye. Bye bye. So children of God, that's the end of today's episode. I know this episode was longer, like I think this is like my longest episode ever. But then 
I hope you guys still like it, Sha, and I hope you get to listen to it to this point. If you have listened to it to this point, God bless you and I love you. And you, you, God, God, yeah, God, hey, God, He will bless you. He will, He will, He will bless you. There's no other prayer, but He will bless you, guy. You know, ah. Anyhow, Sha, do have a nice day and then leave a voice message if you want to like add or if you just want to say anything to me, you can as well leave a voice message for me. Good night. I love you guys. Bye.